Hello everyone and welcome back to 2020 Psych. I'm Claire Kay, one of your hosts. I'm joined today by my father. I'll go ahead and let him introduce himself. My name is Dr. Hernandez. I'm an American double board certified psychiatrist. Thank you guys so much for listening to last week's episode where we talked about back to school for college students. We talked about drinking habits, drug usage, and everything in between. So if you haven't checked it out, go ahead and visit our Spotify page or Apple podcast page. We're also on Google podcast. If you want to go ahead and take a listen today, we are going to be talking about nursing home care, nursing home care, and just how there can be fatigued involved with that for both the geriatrics, the workers and the loved ones of those that are in care. Dad, what what do you have to say has is a common theme that you've seen reoccur in nursing home care? Well, as you know, the pandemic has taken a terrific toll on nursing home patients, staff, and loved ones. It's been a, a, a difficult time because there have been many restrictions that have been put on not just on the patients themselves, but on visitors as well. And it's been very difficult for the staff to be able to manage the needs of the patients as well as the, the concerns of, of the families and friends that, that are involved. So that's, it's been a quite a, a difficult time for, for nursing home patients and staff. I know during the pandemic we saw that um, there was limited visiting hours for nursing homes, which consequently resulted in loved ones being away from their family members, which could cause, you know, some concerns that, you know, if you're not there to check in on your family member, you can be a little unsure as to what type of care they're receiving. Well, that was certainly one concern. And as you can only imagine, for the patient being isolated in a nursing home away from their families and loved ones, that also of course, was a, a bit of traumatic in and of itself. And I think we did see a lot of um, COVID infections, right, at the height of the pandemic within nursing homes. Yes, unfortunately, there was a, a high degree of, uh, of patients that became infected, and and so there were a lot of uh, tragic outcomes, as you know. So it was a difficult and trying time for everybody that was involved in, in nursing home care. And nursing homes were also one amongst the first to get COVID doses, correct? COVID vaccine doses? Yes, because there, by definition, most of the patients were 65 and over and qualified for the vaccine. So I think they were some of the first to, to receive them. And what do you think differentiates between a nursing home care provider and a health care provider that's, you know, either working at a hospital or another facility? What do you think sets them apart? Well, among other things, it's the long-term care that they are going to be rendering services to patients for months, if not years on end, as opposed to a hospital where the stays are limited and the staff will get to know the patient for you know just a, a very short amount of time in comparison to the, the the many weeks to months to even years that a patient can can live at a nursing home 
And what do you think are some of the benefits, but then also some of the challenges that come with that in having a long-term care patient that you get to know over the course of either months or like you said, years? Well, the benefits is that you get to know the patient, but unfortunately, as one of the complaints that we've been hearing from family members is that they feel that their loved ones sometimes get neglected. And it's, it's important to bear in mind that nursing home staffs have been really stressed out in the sense that they've been overworked, they're tired, many have uh, been infected with COVID, some have died, as you know. So the, the force, the nursing care force has dwindled to some degree and those that remain are very tired they're fatigued they've seen a lot of things they're traumatized so that's one aspect of nursing home care that needs to be addressed as well that they've been overtaxed and they need help yeah have you spoken to any nurses recently and kind of talked about this struggle that they're um Yes, I have. Recently, I spoke to the director of nurses of one particular nursing home, and she was very concerned about her her staff being overburdened. Uh, some there's some definitely some burnout, and again, it seems as though COVID has taken quite a toll on the staff, uh, as it has on on the patients and everybody else. Yeah, and. What would you say for people on the other side of this that have family members in nursing homes? What advice would you give them to, one, give them peace of mind that their loved one is okay and receiving good care, and then also staying on top of making sure that they are receiving that care? Well, family members need to advocate for their loved ones, always, and they need to be sort of vigilant they have to be make they have to make sure that their loved ones are getting the right care but sometimes they also have to be aware that it's not so much the staff that doesn't want to do more it's that they're just so overwhelmed that sometimes they can't so what does that mean well it means that more resources need to be allocated i feel to meet the needs of and the high demands of of this very uh special uh, geriatrics patient population that requires a lot of resources and, and, and just a lot of a lot of help. Do you think there's concern looking into the future as the growing geriatric patient population continues to rise in do you think there's concern in what kind of quality care people will be able to receive in the future? Well, I think that's a good point because if some family members are questioning the care that their parents are getting, their grandparents are getting now, what's going to happen when baby boomer, boomers and millennials at some point need nursing home care? So it's not just a problem that's a situation that's occurring now, but what about the future? Yeah. What's going to happen to for the for for those when the rest of us need to go into nursing homes if that if it comes to that what 
So we need to start thinking about that. And I think this is a good time to start planning ahead and maybe thinking about, uh, as a society, allocating resources to this uh, group of patients that maybe at some point we'll all be requiring. And what country, do any countries come to mind that you can think of that kind of have this particular patient population care as you look to them as a model of sorts? Well, I know that different countries, especially those that have nationalized medicine, do have certain nursing home standards. But even even some of those countries have private nursing homes that are excluded from the national system. And patients that have the more resources are the ones that are getting the better care. Yeah. But again, it's something that we all kind of need to think about as we as everybody ages. What's going to happen to our the care that we're rendered if we don't start planning for it now? Mm-hmm. And what what is um the typical demographic that makes up a nursing home? Because I think about like uh, families of color. I f- I feel as though as um, the older generation continues to age, they usually just stay home. It should, you know, provided that there's a few adults in the household that can take care of them. Well, there are some cultural issues, yes, definitely. But even in all cultures, patients that say that develop uh, Alzheimer's or different other dementias will eventually need nursing home care because their caregiver burden um, is can be overwhelming for even a family member. And it was recently made aware of that in the United States, for example, one out of five adults is a caregiver, is a full-time caregiver. And the these people are very uh, giving of, their, of themselves and sometimes they're overwhelmed and they can get sick too because they neglect their own care because they're so concerned about their loved one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. And what do you think? I mean, one in five, that's that's a lot. What would you say is, I guess my question would be, how do you increase the quality of care? Or how do you, you know, become more aware that, that you need to take care of yourself when you're taking care of someone else? Like, what do you think could be done there in with that aspect? Well, some of the signs of burnout for a caregiver are that the caregiver starts becoming sometimes angry or upset at the person they're providing the care for. And that's usually indicative of them being overwhelmed, overworked, with very little rest and and alone time for themselves. So when a caregiver sees that they're getting easily upset or irritated at the person that they're providing the care for, it's time to sort of step back and and start thinking about what they need to do for themselves to uh, take care of their own physical and emotional needs. Because if you can't, if you're feeling overtaxed and overburdened, it's going to be hard to render the optimal care for your loved one. Yeah, that's a good point. And so looking forward, what are your optimisms going into the future about geriatric and nursing home care? Well, I think it's important 
it's important for us to start talking about it and planning about it and strategizing now. And clearly, the nursing home system has been overwhelmed, overtaxed, and more resources need to be allocated so that they can continue to provide the care that they've always had. And it's always, for the most part, been really noble, the care that they provided for the elderly. But again, if they become so tired, so stressed, they're not going to be able to do this anymore. And if the numbers of patients that are going to be entered the nursing homes are going to be increasing, clearly there's going to need to be some uh, new staff that comes on board to uh, take care of the needs. Are there, I'm thinking like for like personal, um, are there like insurance policies in place that like you can start putting money into now for like post well retirement if you get sick or something is i think that this has to come at the level of government where they need to start funding more nursing students of nursing schools geriatricians and staff that's going to be trained to to take care of the geriatric population so it's going to come from different levels, including academics, and again, geriatrics, geriatric psychiatrists, and the government as a whole needs to step in and start thinking about this phenomenon, which is, it's, which is occurring already. So uh, we need to sort of uh, plan ahead, strategize for this uh, upcoming event that's, that's really, it's, it's really, you can see it's, it's here already, so... And mm-hmm. it's going to, going to increase the demands and the needs for this, this uh, special patient population. I know during the pandemic, uh, I don't know if you read up on this at all, that the students that were still in nursing school were just being recruited into just starting to work at the hospitals because of the shortage. Do you think that's still happening? Well, I like. I don't think it is, thank goodness. But yes, even... You know, medical students and doctors in training were asked to do more than they should have been doing. Even doctors that were retired were asked to come out of retirement to help, and everybody sort of was pitching in, and people were being asked to to help because, as you, as you can recall, the surges were just overwhelming to the medical staffs and nursing staff, so folks were asked to come in and help, so... Uh, I hope I don't think we're at that point anymore, um, but yeah, that was something that definitely happened. Yeah, well, hopefully, the government will begin to acknowledge this phenomenon that we talked that you shed light on, and we vote in people in office this November to to advocate for policies like that. Um, it's definitely. Definitely something that we need to start discussing a little bit more of because I don't really see anybody, too many, too many folks talking about this topic, which I think is something that we're, that needs to be discussed and planned, and uh, we just need to start taking notice. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. That's going to wrap up this week's episode of 2020 Psych. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope you have a great day wherever you are and be sure to listen to our podcast on spotify apple Podcasts, google podcast and buzzsprout.com